Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wow, Matt. Fellow adventurers. Alright, there's something going on in the Silver Shaft Inn. Let's go there and find out what it is. That's near Twithick. So I'll just go there. The old but well-kept inn known as the Silver Shaft is one of the few decent places short, sought out by travellers who trek along the road that runs between Twithick and Milksville, an ancient highway that roughly traces the course of the Wither Twind. So let us enter the Silver Shaft Inn and see what we can see. Com the common room of the silver shaft is is silver shaft is thronged with travellers whose affairs find them making the trek between the ancient highway along the ancient highway running between Trithick and Murdsport. The inn's current keeper, a middle-aged former mercenary known as Patch, is a is a friendly fellow whose tempo is quick to turn should something provoke him. A handful of servers bustle around the interior of the inn, attending to the need of, needs of patrons and the large number of tasks which, which Patch considers to, beneath, to be beneath his station. The inn is famous for its ale and spice, spice bidding quotation marks, stew. Alright, servers. There's you can look closer at the servers. With a mix of admiration and amazement, you watch as the servers wind their way through the crowded room, only rarely bumping into anyone, losing hold of whatever they happen to be carrying. Uh, I have many options. I can approach one of the servers. You. You approach the young man who seems to be directing patrons directing patrons as they cross the crowded room crowded room floor. He looks up and smiles and asks as if there's anything you might need. You won't find better air anywhere nearby, he says. Not even in Trethic. Well, well, maybe somewhere, but most of the places probably not. As for Pedro You're you're prepared to hand over a gold token for a mug of Pedro. But the server, server tells you that the steamy beverage is free! Yay! The young man hastily fetches you a stout wooden vessel filled nearly to the brim by a hot, dark serving of Palo. He then heads off across the common room to see to the needs of another thirsty patron. You take the seat by the side by the fire and sip from your wooden, wooden mug as you watch the entertaining antics of some of the inn's more boisterous patrons. Alright, let's approach the server again. Well, I think there's some fresh paleo, says the server. 
she says. Well, no, it's not older than a day. As for some ale, that's kind of swan gold. Your request for ale is promptly tended to by the server. Hastily fetches you a frothing tankard of the inn's excellent brew. After accepting your gold token, the young woman turns and heads off across the common room to see to the needs of another thirsty patron. You take a seat by the fire and sit from your tankard as you watch the entertaining antics of some of the inn's more boisterous occupants. I approach the server again. That was the spice stew. Your request for the inn's famous spiced stew. Elicks licks an exasperated sigh from the young man. He quickly apologises for the impropriety and tells you the stew has won out. Before you can ask for something in its place, he turns and hurries across the crowded common room. Alright, is, is this... Is this spice stew some... Uh... Standing for something naughtier? I guess we'll never know. Because we're not going to ask. So I can not ask for anything. Okay, I can speak with Patch now. The keeper of the silver shaft, a silver, a, a middle-aged mercenary known only as Patch, sighs and promptly warns you, you are against any design that you might have about running an inn. There's no real treasure in it, that's for sure, he says, visibly annoyed to have to step aside and allow one of the servers, laden with flagons of ale, move through. He sighs and turns his attention back to you. What brings you out this way? Heading for Twithick? Off to Mixville? But neither's got ale. Neither one's got ale like us. After conversing with him for a few minutes, you bid Patch, patch farewell and move off across the common room. Okay, now I can examine the painting of Dreadmats. Oh, Queen is also here. Another adventurer who's also pretty advanced. And apparently took part in the Wheel of Cubes. Well, must have, because they got a cubic bracelet. But that was a while back. About a year ago now. Okay, examine the painting of Dreadmask. You examine the painting of Dreadmask. Hanging off to the left of the fireplace, the detailed work of art depicts the legendary warrior and adventurer standing over the carcass of a horned dragon. Dragon, his hands grifting the haft of a mighty hammer. Oddly enough, when you gaze at the shadows, and gaze at the eyes peering through the mask in the painting. You suddenly feel as if you're somehow in the presence of Dreadmask himself. Okay, there's a link for Dreadmask. Dreadmask. The legendary warrior and adventurer known as Dreadmask obtained his rather sinister moniker from the results of the fear-inspiring Iron Bandit wooden mask he wore. His real name is not known. Well, probably someone knows it, but not us. 
Much of Dreadmask's magnificent equipment, magnificent equipment, was marked with strange, with strange symbols, possibly goblin in origin, leading to the speculation that the the masked adventure was actually a very large goblin who cleverly con who cleverly concealed his true identity from the human world. Most now believe Dreadmask was human, Boo. but he hid himself to either disguise a disfigurement or to maintain his anonymity. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna lean for the goblin thing just because it's more fun. Dreadmask spent much of his much of his career hunting down ogres, trolls, dragons, and then the undead. The many legends that recount his grand adventures rarely speak of any companions, though a brief mention is made of a woman in Talonus by the name of Jeluina, to whom the masked royal is said to have pledged his love. Dreadmax sudden and inexplicably disappeared nearly 500 years ago. One on an expedition to find a dragon's lair somewhere in the old spun mountains. This dragon in the picture, perhaps? Who knows, who knows? Please continue. Ooh, we got a suddenly. Your heart nearly skips a beat when the painted image of Dreadmax suddenly moves. You watch with wide eyes amazement. As the legendary warrior's colourful likeness, colourful like likeness, steps back from the dragon's corpse and lowers his fierce, lowers his fearsome hammer. A strange sensation comes over you as you gaze at the moving image of Dreadmask. It is as if you're slowly being drawn into the painting. Well. I can step away, or remain well if I step away. Stepping away from the painting proves to be no easy feat. After several tense moments, during which you find yourself in a struggle to reclaim your will, you manage to take several steps back. Unnerved by the strange event, you quickly turn and move to the other side of the common room. Oh, well, let's have a closer look. Yep. Suddenly, okay, so I can step away or remain where I am. Well, I've already stepped away, let's go remain where I am. A strange sensation grows stronger, and before you quite know what's happening, your vision begins to blur. The dense, dense filling, the din filling the, the common, the silver shaft's common room fades to a whisper and then falls silent. Moments later, when your sight clears, you're shocked to find yourself standing on a grassy hillside beneath a bright blue sky, directly in front of the massive carcass of a green scaled horned dragon. Well met! The muffled voice rings out on your white, and you instinctively t turn towards the sound there, striding up to you, Bill. Through the knee-high grass that covers the slope is an imposing figure. 
his face concealed behind an iron banded wooden mask and his mailed hands gripping an awesome hammer. Well, a fearsome hammer. Probably also awesome. You would want to realise that you've somehow been teleported into the scene depicted in the painting and are now face to face with this legendary subject, Dreadmask. Okay. Uh, did we travel through time or did we enter the painting? Once again, we'll probably never know. Dreadmask draws to a halt. He's within arm's reach and appears to carefully study you. Then, as if passing judgment, he slowly begins to nod. You'll have to do, he says. Just turning, pointing to the tip, top of the hill. Up there, you'll find the dragon's cave. There's one more of the beasts left inside. Will you help me slay it? Hmm. Multiple dragons in one cave? Wow, that doesn't happen very often. Okay, and this, and this, this, his judgment is actually him finding out what your MR rating is. Because if it's lower than 200, you'll be kicked out. But you'll be able to come back later when you're stronger. You asked Dreadmask where it is. Where it is you are, and how we came to be here. Seems to pay no attention to your question. The masked warrior holds, folds his thick arms, and appears to be waiting, waiting your reply. So we can agree to help Dreadmask slay the dragon, or I can politely refuse. Well, never want to turn down a dragon slaying. You know, unless I, unless of course I have the option to befriend the dragon. But if there's not, if there isn't that option, never want to turn down a dragon slaying. Or seduce a dragon. Obviously that's the best option. But it's not always available. What happens if I do refuse, by the way? Miserable coward! Utters... Utters Dreadmask. He shakes his head and steps towards you. His fingers renewing their grip on the haft of his hammer. Perhaps goblins are more to your liking. Or is it... Butterflies. S sensing that he, that he is about to attack, you swiftly draw yourself into a combat-ready stance. Prepared prepared to counter any assault he might, might attempt. Just as the legendary warrior begins to raise his deadly weapon, however... The scenery around you begins to blur and fade. Hmm. It's like it's, it's like a wing of illusion thing, even. Your vision, your vision suddenly clears, and you're startled to find you're once again standing in the common room of the Silver Chef. Well, not that startled. It's already happened before. Directly in front of the painting to which you were just drawn. Still trying to sort out what has just occurred, you step away from the painting and move across the common room. Alright, I can examine the painting again. Another suddenly. Well, obviously I'm going to go into the painting, see what happens. I hope Dreadmask isn't too angry that I, that I bothered him for no reason before. Remain where you are. Alright. It's Dreadmask.
Alright. Alright, Cat is going on as before. Apparently he's not angry, or maybe he doesn't even know that I refused him last time. And maybe it didn't actually happen. Maybe none of this is real. Who knows? Who knows? The mast is asking for my help to slay the dragon. Okay, I'll agree to help Dreadmask slay the dragon. Because apparently it's just going to keep happening until people are just going to keep getting drawn into it until someone slays this dragon. Which I suspect this isn't actually. I'm le I'm heavily leaning towards this isn't actually real in some way, but yeah, it's complicated. But it's it's going to keep happening. I'm going to grease out. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know. Is this if this real or not? Agree to help Droid Master slay the dragon anyway. Very well. Follow me. Stay close, he says, turning, moving up the hill at a steady trot, the hammer resting over his broad, mail-clad shoulder. We're along now. We don't want the beast to know we're coming. Uncertain where all of this will lead, presumably to a dragon. But after that, who knows? You start up, you start up the slope, your legs churning. Churning as you struggle to keep place with the Dreadmask's swift descent. Well, I am tiny. You reach the top of the hill, only seconds after Dreadmask, less than 20 yards away, setting to the base of the steep wall of rock that rises another 50 feet off the another 50 feet off the summit. It's the dark, gaping mouth of a cave. Dreadmask turns to you. And is about to speak when a fierce, deafening roar erupts from the cave, with your ears winging. Winging, you cast a glance at Dreadmaster's direction, only to find that the hammer-wielding boy of legend has vanished. Well, guess I'm on my own. The sound of something large moving within the cave leaves you no time to contemplate your companion's sudden disappearance. You assume a guarded stance and watch with a mix of horror and awe as a massive, green-scaled, horned dragon stalks out of the cave. The fearsome creature, its wings, its wings folded along, along the sides of its rigid, rigid back and its dark eyes fixed on you, stretches wide its fang-filled jaws and unleashes an ear-shattering roar. A deadly blast of flame. So I can use fortification or elementalism. But they have to be at level 70 plus. And mine are only at... Elementalism is 68. And fortifi fortification is at 66. I'm so close to getting elementalism to level 70. You know what? Okay. I'm going to quit. And I'm going to level up Elementalism. Okay. Sir Crokington once more. Alright. So I can level up slightly cheaper. I go to Talonus. And the Grey Circle Compound. Alright. Admittedly, I, could, I would naturally... 
get elementalism to level 70 if I just put off this quest for a while. But we've already start we've already seen it. So let's seek some magical training. Elementalism, improve it. Now you can get elementalism and fortification in to level 70 at the Grey Circle. Well, it costs 10% less to train. So you might as well do it there. Because, you know, XP isn't infinite. But okay, it is. But it is... It's not... Uh, it takes a while to get XP. So you might as well save it if you can. Train your power of elementalism for 5,161 experience. It's now level 69. I now I can train all the way to level 70, which makes me a master of elementalism. For 10,080 experience, there we are. It is trained. That was most that that was that was all for my for my general experience now. It's now level 70. I am a master. Please continue. And that is as far as it goes. It goes here. If I want to get elementalism any further, I've got to do it on my own. Return to the main hall. Now, with, le with elementalism at level, at level 70, that will be enough. Enough to for pretty much all of the all of the checks against it that occur in the game there might just be one be a couple of exceptions which I'll just check about now everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, yeah, I've done some checking. Don't think there is any... There is any checks against elementalism that require 80. I mean, there might be some 75 in the... In the in the Lords of Octodrum check, but anyway, the level seventy will elementalism will cover you for all or very nearly all the checks that you need. I mean, there are eight. There are, are level eighty checks in Proving Grounds six, but they're they're mostly of. There are telekinesis and fortification and the skills, which are a lot easier to get to level 80. Of course, it's still a bit of work, but you'll get there eventually. Anyway, back to the silver shaft in. I'm just going to quickly enter it. Dreadmass painting. Alright, remain where I am. Alright, agree to help Dreadmask. Yep, of course, it's text-based, so you can use for a lot quicker. 
when you know they don't have to you know animate anything all right let's use this elementalism against this dragon that's trying to kill us you know because i'm going to try to kill it which is i guess it's all fair enough really uh, massive green-scaled horned dragon stalks out of the cave. The fearsome creature, its wings folded along the sides of its ridged back, and its dark eyes fixed on you, stretches wide its fang-filled jaws and unleashes an ear-shattering roar and a deadly blast of flame. Alright, time to use elementalism, 70 plus, which means I have an 89% chance of success. Because, for some curious reason, your chance of success is based on your absolute level of the, of the skill or power, not the relative gap between, between your skill and the, and the skill you're, and, and the difficulty of the challenge. Which is probably how I design it. So, if it's a level 20 thing, if you need level 20 and you're at 70, your success should be pretty much guaranteed. Because it's an easy, it's not that difficult a challenge. Although maybe that's just how magic works here, because... You're bringing in forces from beyond the world. But still, that's how I would make it. If you're more than 10 levels above the skill, above what required to do the skill, it should be pretty much guaranteed your success. I guess, I guess maybe a small chance of failure might make sense. Just so you can see what happens possibly if you fail if only for that and just to occasionally just have it just knock you for a loop and have something unexpected happen oh well oh well indeed well alright elementalism here we go. It succeeded. 24 experience to elementalism. You hastily channel your power of elementalism and watch as amazement as a towering earth elemental explodes out of the ground in front of you, placing its enormous bulk directly in, part in the path of the dragon's deadly fire. Deadly path, I think. Thank you. The crimson and orange blast. Blast shakes strikes the elemental squarely in the chest. Oh, it has a chest? Eh, well, I guess so. Many things have chests. But the giant being of stone and earth is barely shaken. The elemental swiftly retreats into the opening in the ground, created by its sudden arrival. And I guess the hole... Maybe the hole closes up afterwards? I hope it does, because that'll make everything a lot easier. I'm going to assume it does. You defiantly hold your ground as the fearsome dragon closes in. On the summit of the hill. So at before the shadowy mouth of its remote abode, you bravely engage the ancient horned dragon. 
And that's why Dreadmask only asks for your help if you've got an MR of more than 200, because you're about to fight a dragon. And I mean, I mean, he what he wants people to fight it for you, but he doesn't. He doesn't, you know, want to, you know, have people send people to their almost certain death. I mean, he, I mean, he is a hero after all. Heroes don't send people to their almost certain death. They usually fight the monsters themselves. But I, I'm not. This 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 is probably not Dreadmask. Honestly, it's all a bit confusing. But anyway, I'm fighting an ancient horned dragon. The dragon swipes through its deadly claws. I guess it takes a bit of build up for the breath. Breath attacks. Oh. The enemy's claws tear into your flesh for 11 damage. Okay, keep going. I keep stabby, stabby, stabby. Tear into my flesh for 9 damage. And then 15 damage. And 14 damage. This is, I guess I'm just lucky it's not fight doing the deadly breath attacks again. Because I, because I, because there's no elementalism to block it now. Swipes do his deadly claws. Keep swiping. I keep stabbing, 11 damage from the deadly claws, 4 damage from the from the claws. A sudden surge of enemy overtakes you, and you're laying possibly swift blow upon your enemy for 8 damage. Alright, and slain, finally slain. 268 experience to general. 268 combat experience, 128 experience to general, 32 experience to all skills and powers. Very nice. The ancient dragon is dead. You step back from the beast's carcass and spend a few moments recovering from the brutal fight as you examine your deadly handiwork. Without a warning, the scenery around you begins to blur and fade. Your vision suddenly clears, and you're startled to find that you're once again standing in the common womb of the silver shaft, directly in front of the painting into which you, you were just drawn. You immediately notice something about the painting is different. While the main scene depicted in the painting remains unchanged, the background now features distant hills upon the summit of which lies the carcass of another dragon. The distinct... Well, I guess, guess it got out, got, got out of the caves during the fight. The distinct... The indistinct but unmistakable figure of a no, lone human stands next to the dragon creature's remains. And apparently I checked the wiki and you can actually lose the fight and not die. Because I guess it's not real. And then, and and then the picture shows you being dragged away by the dragon. You're all but certain that the human standing next to the distant carcass, although little more than a thin, dark smudge, is you. Upon concluding your examination, you step back from the painting. Alright, there's also a location, an adventure here called a Wattle down below. Oh, oh, and something's just been unlocked 
in the Stoneback Tavern. I'll be going there now. Alright, there's another painting in the Stoneback Tavern. We've done all the other things here before. Probably right, right near the beginning of Sir Crokington's Adventures. So nearly 200 episodes back. Now to examine the interesting painting. The curious painting hanging next to the fireplace depicts a masked, hammer-wielding warrior standing in a stone passage in front of a wooden door. Your, your pulse quickens as you immediately realise it's another painting of Dreadmask. As before, when you look into the eyes through the mask in the painting, you certainly feel as if you're somehow in the presence of Dreadmask himself. Oh, I'm pretty sure this painting is going to draw me in, isn't it? Funny sort of thing, isn't it? You turn to find Pridipore standing over your shoulder, his eyes fixed on the painting. Pridipore tells you he obtained the painting from a peddler who passed through the village several days ago. He says, says, says that since hanging it on the wall, you find yourself drawn to it in a way you can't quite properly explain. Well, I ought to be drawn to it, I suppose, he says, shaking his head as he turns to step towards you. I paid a handsome sum for it. You know, most of the legends say that Dreadmask was a hero. My own musing over his tales has led me to the opinion he's nothing but a scoundrel. Well, just my thought of it. Well, then it matters much. Dreadmask has been gone half an age. Well, it's a nice picture to look at. Pitapor moves off across the room, leaving you alone in front of the painting. Suddenly! We got a suddenly. Your heart nearly skips a beat when, as before, the painted image of Dreadmask suddenly moves. You watch with wide eyes amazement as the legendary warrior's colourful likeness steps back, steps away from the door and motions you with his right hand. An unsettling but familiar sensation comes over you as you gaze at the moving image of Dreadmask. As if you're slowly being moved into the painting. Well, get away from it then. Panic, panic overtakes you when you suddenly realise you're unable to step away. Well, I guess Dreadmask isn't taking no for an answer. The strange sensation grows stronger. Before you quite know what is happening, your vision blurs and your vision begins to blur and the sights and sounds of the stone-backed common room begin to fade. Moments later, when the light clears, you're startled to find yourself standing in a, in a dim, torch-lit torch -lit corridor directly in front of a large, iron-banded wooden door. And well bet, well met again, blades are the bone of anyone who would deny your metal. You whip your head in the direction of the muffled voice and turn to see Dreadmask moving up, up to you along the passage. The famed warrior his fearsome hammer rested across his shoulder, mutters something as he draws near. Be wary, friend, he says. You may, may be out to steal my glory, but I don't know that such, such a thing as aching pride matters much to when, to what's about to come through that door. Cool glyph one armed, 
below. Here they come! The sound of the heavy footfalls behind the door fills you with dread. You instinctively draw yourself into combat-ready stance and moves to stand shoulder to shoulder with the masked adventurer, only a split second before the door bursts open. A one-armed, chain-clad cave goblin, his white and only hand gripping the hilt of the short sword, steps through the arched doorway and flexes and fixes you with a withering, hate-filled glare. The sinister creature snarls and points an accusing finger in your direction. You did this! My brother only knows the far side of the dark because of you! Seeking an explanation, you turn to look at Dreadmask, only to find the warriors once again vanished. Look, hey, hey! I probably haven't killed your brother. Although admittedly I've killed a lot of goblins, so maybe I did. You you quickly turn to stare at the goblin, whom you surmise to be Kulgriff. Fine, to agree this way, as he is now flanked by two of his armour-clad kin. With the vicious battle cries echoing along the torch-lit passage, the two goblins in the company of Kulgriff Leap forward and attack. Goblin warrior. One of two. Hacks at you with his axe. I stab with my stabby stabber. The enemy deals you a devastating blow for 25 damage. But now it is slain. So no more blows from that. 23 XP. You step back from the bloodied remains of the slain goblin. And immediately force to fend off the, fred- the frenzied assault of his savage co- Goblin warrior. Two of two. Begin combat. Slashes at you with this sword. I stab with my stabby stabber. And it is slain. 24 XP this time. Colligriff. Showing little regard for his slain kin. Steps out from the doorway. And again addresses you with a sinister growl. For my brother. He growls. Lunges at you. His blade poised to one you through. This is Kulgriff one arm. And he's going to have zero arms or anything else at the end of it because of the whole being dead thing. He slashes you with a sword. Devastating blow for 24 damage. Well, just keep stabbing and stabbing and stabbing. Stabby, 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 stabby. Down he goes. 40 XP. Kulgriff. Collapses into a bloody heap. Well, that's him gone. But swiftly regains his feet. You watch in horror as the fearsome goblin's wounds instantly heal. Hey, hey. Yeah, well, fair enough, I guess. If I have a quick stone, I guess it's not fair enough that you should have some full heals around. Snarling viciously, the goblin warlord, a creature whose long whose army long ago prowled the footfalls foothills of the Allspins. Draws out a glowing dam. The blue ore animating from the sparkling stone washes over you, leaving you feeling drained. So that means I have no Neville Reserve left. So it's just blade versus blade now. Then, with his malicious glare fixed on you, 
Kulgriff casts aside the stone and springs forward, his blade cutting a deadly arc behind him, before him. Kulgriff one arm and two lives apparently. Slashes you with the sword. Two impossibly swift blows for 10 damage for me. And then one for just 9 damage. Alright, more swift blows. And it is ooh, three blows for 21 damage. Regular bow for 21 damage. It is slain. 40 XP. Then 28 experience to general. And 32 experience to all skills and powers. This time, Colligriff does not rise again. The Goblin Warlord's body, bloody, unmoving corpse, lies sprawled out in front of the doorway, through which he, he and his minions have stepped. Without warning, his surroundings begin to blur and shift now. If Red Mask actually is a goblin, is there any personal history going on here? Well, I guess that's another thing we'll never know. You know, unless, of course, the GM decides that, oh, yes, actually, he was a goblin, and yes, Kulgriff was well known to him. I mean, in the Tome of Attainment, could be a story we find. Who knows? Who knows? Surroundings begin to blur and fade. Your vision clears, and you find you're once more standing in stone back in the Stoneback's common room, in front of the painting of Dread Mask. Something about the painting has changed. You study the painting more closely and discover a faint, barely discernible outline on the door that depicts a woman. A woman standing over what appears to be a slain goblin. You're left with little doubt that the figure adorning the painted door is you. Wait, it wouldn't be a woman, it'd be a toad. <laughs> it's you anyway, it's you. Examine the painting more closely. Yep, that shows me. Step away from the painting. Alright, is anything otherwise unlocked? Okay, now. Uh, it, if I done certain things elsewhere, and not the third part of this would be, would be unlocked, but that apparently has to wait until I've done some other stuff. So, might as well just conclude it for now. And so, what to do next? You know what? Proving Ground 5 next. Been putting off, putting off for long enough. And until then, farewell, fellow adventurous everybody in your crew identifies as either big mac burger mcnuggets or mccrispy sandwich but you're the filet fish sandwich all day that crispy fish that savory tartar sauce that melty cheese that pillowy bun yeah you get it every time and if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.